Hi, I'm Mark and Mark. And this is this week's music review. Okay. Okay, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, cool. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> Are you talking? Am I talking? No, I'm You're talking. talking. <laughs> Record this and start. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, dear. It's very professional. Right. On this week's podcast, we speak to uh, Rob Townley, uh, Cheltenham-born Rob Townley, and we're going to uh, discuss with Rob about how he started as a, as a guitar player and talk about his his uh, latest album. So uh, thank you, first of all, Rob, for coming on the podcast. Well, hello, Mark. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Uh, so we'll go back, as I do with all everybody I speak to, how old were you when you picked up your first guitar? Crikey. Well, it's going back quite a few years, Mark, as you know. <laughs> um, I was probably about... I started quite late, actually. You know, you hear stories of all these amazing, famous musicians who started when they were three or four and this, that and the other. But I started quite late. I was in my kind of early to mid-teens when I first started. Mm. And it happened... Um, it was a really weird way that it happened because um, I used to go around my neighbours a lot, two doors down, and just listen to music and stuff like that. Mm. And I was looking in one of his newspapers, which was, I think it was the Daily Star at the time. Gosh. And there was a competition in there which said um, you could win one of three electric guitars if you answer these questions. Mm. So, I, so I said to him, oh, can I enter? And he said, yeah, yeah, let's enter, let's enter. So I entered, and I actually won third place. I actually won a Fender electric guitar, um, which was amazing. And that kind of kicked off my love of of playing, really. I'd done a little bit of playing acoustic-wise before that, but I really wanted to get an electric and and get into that, really. So that's what started it all off. Okay. And were you in a – did you go into a band, or did you go solo? What did you do after that? Yeah, well, I spent I spent quite a few years kind of just practicing. I had some lessons, made sure I found a good teacher, and had some lessons first, and then um, I kind of got into the lo- doing local band stuff, which most musicians end up doing to start off with. But n- none of none of those efforts kind of got anywhere. And um, then I went to a place called the Guitar Institute in London. I did a ten week course there, mm. which is almost like a pro level, advanced level. Mm. guitar school so i did mm. that mm. um and i from there i kind of graduated into various bands but again you know um nothing actually taking off or getting there was anywhere with a very you know a lot of very very near misses close shaves and almost made it almost almost got this manager almost got this almost got this deal and mm. getting very close a number of times but never quite you know getting there until um Many, many years later, I've kind of started doing it all for myself as a solo artist. Mm. And I find I'm getting a lot more success now, which is really good. So. Well, yeah, I, I, we'll come, obviously we'll come on to that. So, so, yeah, yeah. so guitar-wise, I mean, going up to today, uh, how many have you got now? And what, what kind of makes are we talking about? Yeah, um, okay, I'll start with acoustics first. I've got a very kind of, uh, quite an old, Takamine acoustic, which my wife bought me many years ago, mm. which kind of stays under the bed in a dusty old bag. It doesn't get used very much. Um, my main acoustic there is a Gibson Hummingbird, which is really nice. Um, and that's like a really good pro level 
acoustic, which is great for recording as well. Mm. Electrics, I've got four at the moment. Um, four that the wife knows of, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Two, but, um, you and know, over, blue over one. the years, <laughs> over the years, I've kind of, you know, for me, it's, you know, I haven't been, I haven't had lots of money to just go out and buy what I want. So it's been a case of buy something that's that's usable and good, wait for a while, then try and trade it in or sell it, part exchange it, and then get something a bit better. So years have passed, and I've got four really, really good high-level electrics now, um, two of which are Fender Custom Shops, which is their kind of custom-made range. So I've got a Telecaster and a Strat of those. Mm. Um, I've also got a PRS, which is a really good guitar, mm. uh, made in America. And my latest one is a Duesenberg, which is German, uh, which is like a semi-electric, semi-hollow, which is really good. So those are the four I'm using at the moment. Um, and they cover such a wide range of sounds and bases that, you know, I'm really, really happy with, with what I've got at the moment. Um, so, I mean, moving on to the albums, if I get if I've got this correct, is it three albums you've got you've had now? Is it Heaven Sonic, um, Universe, and Adventures in Time and Space? Is that right? Yeah, the first one was Heaven Sonic. That was quite a few years ago, probably four or five years ago now. Mm. Uh, then Universe, which was crowdfunded actually about three years ago. Yeah. So I did a crowdfunder and I managed to get some really nice people to support me in creating that album and getting the funds to do that. Mm. Um, Adventures in Time and Space was released early this year, the start of this year, really. Mm. Um, so I did one called Transcendence as well, which is a full-length track just for kind of meditation or however you want to word it, really. Oh, Transcendence, yeah, I can see that one here, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but the latest one is, is Adventures in Time and Space. But I, I, you know, I went in a slightly different direction with, with that one. I wanted to explore more... Mm. Um, about the electronic side of things using synths and programming a little bit more, whereas before I've been purely guitar. So all the sounds I've made before are just made with guitars and pedals and various effects. So, um, okay. yeah, I like, I like combining both now. I find it's with electronic sounds and keyboards and stuff like that, you can get a much fuller range, mm. Whether the, whereas the guitar is quite a mid-range instrument, so it's nice to combine the two. So your latest album, uh, Ventures in Time and Space, how long how long did it take to do that album from start to end yeah that was a really quick one actually um i started that at the beginning of the year and it was out when was that come out come out in march i think march i think Um, it was wasn't it yeah yeah i think it was march so uh or early march or maybe even late feb um it, it didn't take very long at all it was it was kind of inspired by some new uh guitar pedals that i bought and wanted to experiment with and that it worked so well that every time i switched it on <clears throat> it would it would inspire me to to write a track basically so mm. adventures came came really really quickly i mean how long will it take you to do like at one track uh, because it was uh, so i met like myself doing uh songs now sometimes they take days weeks and others I can have done in an, <laughs> it's like two hours. So yeah, it, it, you yeah. know, it depends on the inspiration, doesn't it? So how long how long does it take you to do like one track of that album? Yeah, it's it's exactly that. It can you know, it's how long is a piece of string really? Mm. It depends it depends on a lot of things really. A lot of things falling into place. I think initially the inspiration, if you've got the inspiration and then the excitement from that, then I find you can actually 
get it done pretty quickly. You know, I can get it done, get a track done in a day if I'm really inspired and I've mm. got the ideas. Mm. Um, otherwise, it can take me quite a few days, and I have to come back, come back to it, work on it a bit more, leave it for a while, maybe a couple of weeks, come back to it again, maybe try something else mm. until it all slots into place. But um, other things to factor in are things like motivation. You know, if you're feeling motivated again, it really pushes you mm. forward. If you if you're having a period where you're feeling a bit a bit run down, maybe not very well, a bit tired, a bit fed up. Maybe it's a lot. It's a lot harder to get the wheels turning, and so mm. it takes a lot longer to to get anything processed. You know, so it's it's swings and roundabouts, really. Yeah, it it, it can be. I mean, um, <coughs> Universe, I think, has to be my favourite album that you've done so far. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I love that one. Um, I mean, how long? Again. Does that take a lot longer than Adventures? I think, yeah, I think Universe took a lot longer, definitely, than Adventures, because Universe is all done with guitar, even though when you hear it, you might not realise it, but that's all guitars and effects. Mm. So it's a lot harder to find things to balance out. So you've done a couple of layers on a track. Um, to try and add something else to that track mm. is a lot harder because you're trying to find a different frequency range yes. to make it stand out. Yeah. You're trying to find a different sound to make to make that part stand out. You might have a good idea in your head, but trying to put it down and get it to sound different than the rest of it is, is gets harder. But with adventures, because as I said before, I was using keys and yeah. um, getting to electronic a lot a lot more. It was a lot easier to layer things up and and spread things out. Mm. Um, I think Universe took quite a few months from start to finish to actually get everything together. Some of the ideas for Universe I'd had for a while just sat on my on my on my laptop yep. as kind of mini mini ideas that I'd saved and managed to come back to them and piece them together. So yeah, Universe was um, a long process really. So what would you because uh, when we did the podcast yesterday reviewing your new single, Rich wanted me to ask you, he said, um, what would you class call your, because you know, he, he, I must say he eats music because he has pop, dance, gener- you know, all the different genres. So he said, what would you class your music has what genre what would you put it in yeah tough one i would say oh crikey i would say soundscapes mm. because it's kind of it's kind of like a landscape of music that mm. i try and create mm. almost like a soundtrack you know um but with a with a, something a little bit extra so by that i mean i'm always trying to create a certain atmosphere with my music i'm trying to do stuff that has purpose if, if that makes sense that's mm. actually going to have an effect on the listener rather than just do something that hasn't got any heart in it i like i like to put a lot of heart and a lot of thought into what i do because i think that translates to the people listening to it you know yeah uh, so yes yeah, so, soundscapes i say to, to sum up i say soundscapes okay cool enough um in your latest single uh ascension is that that's right isn't it that's right yeah <laughs> so what inspired what inspired you to do that one? It's just inspired by um, the message of Easter, really. It, it was an idea that I had a few years ago. I thought I must do a track for Easter, mm. but um, I never, I could never find get the piece of music that was right. So I actually did the artwork. If you look online, if anyone listens to it on Spotify or the usual channels, mm. um, the artwork I did for it about five years ago, and ever since then, every Easter, I think. Oh, I must do that track for Easter. Uh, so do, no, you, I, the right work on your albums, sorry, is that is that all done by you? Is it? Yeah, because I've got a, I've got a kind of previous history of doing 
uh, like desktop publishing, graphic design and stuff like that and Photoshop uh, work. Okay. Um, so I do all that myself quite easily. I find it quite easy to use Photoshop, So, yeah. which is quite handy, especially as, you know, being a solo artist, that means I haven't got to use anyone else's services to do stuff. I can, I can do the music myself and I can do the artwork and everything as well. So, mm. yeah, it's really handy. So obviously with today's technology and laptops and everything, I presume you do more or less everything from home like we do now i guess yeah that's right i've got quite a good home studio set up yeah. so i've got you know a um, really good level of, of equipment and everything so i can get really good clear recordings and um yeah it's great you can you can do so much these days with technology now it's great it's so you know things have changed a lot for the um mm. for the solo artist and solo bands who want to do it themselves and mm. do their own thing mm. now is the, now is the time to do it really whereas before you is it was very limited. You had to really find a recording studio, studio yeah. and then you had to get a record deal or publishing mm, yep. to actually get it distributed. Now, yes. the whole world's at your feet now. You can do so much, which is great. It is, yeah. I mean, you can basically do everything from your, more or less from your laptop uh, because there's, there's a technology in the software now, isn't there, on your, on your laptop? That's right. To do yeah, it's now. so easy. Yeah, so, so easy these days. So, you know, I, I encourage anyone who's musical who wants to give it a try. Mm. There's literally nothing stopping you. You can just, you know, you can sign up with an online distribution company for, for very little money yep. and just start releasing your own music and get mm. it onto digital channels very, very easily. So it's great, great time to do it. Yeah, it is. It is. A, it is a great time to do it. So yeah, anybody who's in, you know, who thinks, oh, I, I can't afford, or how do I, how do I do that, then. It's as simple as easy as uh, as what you're saying. Um, yeah. Because we we as I said we've just tried it and we didn't really realize how easy it was. We thought it'd be hundreds and hundreds of pounds, but obviously we realized no. it's, it's it's not. So we're, we're, yeah, that's really yeah really affordable these days. It's just you mm -hmm. know it's a no brainer really. No, no, absolutely, it's a no brainer. Um, now your future albums, uh, what have you got installed coming up in? Have you got another one coming out at the end of the year, or we're we looking at twenty twenty one? Definitely this, yeah, definitely this year. Um, I've got a, I've got a second kind of because when I did my crowdfunder, which helped me fund the Universe album, mm. I kind of said that I would I would be able to do two albums with that with that budget. Um, even though I haven't got the budget anymore, I wanted to kind of follow that up and do a second one as part of that, and to kind of. And also to honour every people that have supported me mm. through that crowdfunder. So for them, they'll be getting it for free. So uh, that one's going to be called Nautilus, which is going to be going back a bit to guitar-based loops and stuff like that again and ambience. Mm. Um, I'm not sure when that will be out. Actually, um, I've got some ideas for it at the moment. But have you started it or anything like that? Sorry, mate. Have you started it? Yeah. Or um, yeah, I've got some ideas down, but mm. nothing. Nothing really solid yet. Whether that comes out this year or not, I don't know. Um, so, but I'm constantly working on, you know, thinking about what I'm going to do next and stuff like that. I'm doing a few some more collaborations this year as well. So there's going to be more people I'm going to be working with um, and releasing albums through them as well. Because I do production as well, so mm. they'll be kind of playing stroke production projects that will be coming up for me to work on, which is uh, quite exciting. Excellent. Um... Now you're Cheltenham born and bred, so that's right. Um, and obviously, you know, people listening, uh, me and Rob have been ooh, good friends now for a long 
It's a long, long time. Oh, three months. <laughs> Something like that. I wonder who that dodgy geezer was at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be ten years, isn't it? At least. Well, we've we've been married uh, ten years. To, uh, That's you and uh, you and uh, Becky. Yeah, so, uh, not you. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, you. And me. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven years. Me and my wife have been married this year. So, Jeez. and obviously, I knew you before even that. Yeah, it goes way back. We must fifteen it, years. Yeah, we knew each other. When you were when you were living in well, we met in prison, didn't we? That was that was <laughs> twenty five year, twenty five years ago. So um, that won't surprise me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, I was having known you a long time, and obviously, I you know because we don't live that far apart. I mean, I'm I'm only about twenty minutes from where you live. Um, you are, yeah. So people who don't know, I mean, Cheltenham is is such. A good town um, because you have all the different things there, don't you? For musicians, I mean, you have the um, the the what's the music festival, don't they? Radio Two have it, um, jazz festival. Yeah, we got the Chant Jazz Festival and the Chant Music Festival. Well, well, obviously this year maybe not, but no. um, generally, yeah, that is so good for the town, just for getting people in and opening up the town to just amazing music from around the world. Really, it's just a fantastic couple of events and we have regular people at our Chelton Town Hall as well we have some really good acts there occasionally so it's yeah it's a lovely town it's not so good for live band music um no I think mm. I think it's struggled like a lot of towns has mm. to, to actually support that which is a shame it is I mean we we, we Mitch was saying the other day we think it you know it's it's very difficult and we think it's going to be even more difficult especially when um uh, all this mess gets sorted because uh, everyone will be looking, musicians will be all looking for work. Um, yeah. And, and obviously in some venues now, uh, or some things now, is it's getting quite saturated. I mean, like being in the tribute industry, we were saying the other day, it's so saturated now. There's every Tom, Dick and Harry's yeah. doing it. So, um, so you, you know, you need to do someone who, who, <laughs> who no one else is doing. Um, and, and this is the problem with, like, I mean, like yourself. I mean, I don't know anybody who does stuff. I mean, the, the only per, the, the only person I can think who's you're quite close to, as in superstar artist, uh, I think is m- me personally is Moby. Me. Oh, okay, yeah, I like Moby. He's cool. Yeah, because I mean, some of his because he brought out those um, other albums, didn't he, just recently, and. Um, it, it, you know, it, it has very chilled and mellow, and I th- and I thought this. You know, it, it, you you remind some of your music reminds me of something of Moby. But the most of it, I was that was it. I was saying yesterday on the podcast to Rich, is your music reminds me from the soundtrack from the movie Heat. <laughs> Heat. Heat. Oh, I'll have to I'll have to look that up and remind remind yeah. myself what it, how it goes because I can't remember. It. Yeah. Now that's all Moby. So, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you remind me so much of um, of him, and uh, I think that's obviously why I like, you know, because I've always liked that, like that kind of music. So obviously, obviously, that's why when you brought this out, I thought, oh, Rob's bringing out stuff. What's it going to sound like? <laughs> it's going to be rock. Yeah, or something. yeah. But no, it, that's really interesting. I don't really listen to. I don't listen to a lot of stuff. Well, I don't listen to anything in my in my genre. Um, I purposely don't because I don't want to be sidetracked or influenced mm. by anything. Mm. Yeah. So to say it sounds like Moby, I, may, I know you mentioned that a few weeks ago, and after you mentioned it, I then 
had a listen on Spotify to his latest album. I thought, oh yeah, crikey, it's quite similar. But before mm-hmm. then, I hadn't. No. Um, so I haven't kind of ripped Moby off or anything, or no. been, been influenced by him. I, I know you wouldn't suggest that, but I was just saying that um, I tend to try and be as unique as I can and not mm. listen to anything in the same vein as what I'm doing, because I like to do stuff original if I can. Mm. I, mean, I mean, I mean, I'm the same. I mean, uh, I quite like stuff from Sagala, um, so I, you know that my, that's my. So I like all these stuff, and I listen to all the bits yeah. and bobs. But obviously, you know, you don't want to match it because you end up sounding the same so you've got to put your that's own right trust yeah. in it haven't you yeah yeah, yeah that's right yeah. Yeah, yeah just put your own personality you know that's what i say to to you and to other people who who want to have a go at stuff then just make sure your own personality comes out don't don't try and be another you know another moby or another i don't know whoever just yes. just be yourself because you are unique you know? yeah yeah i mean because i think one of our both our favorite artists aren't they is um, we like coldplay don't we yeah, I love Coldplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're they're a good, um, they're a br- they're a brilliant band. Um, so um, just moving on quickly. So um, singles. So you brought out uh, Ascension, and you said you're bringing yeah. out another album later on in the year. Any more singles coming out between now and then? Um, there will be undoubtedly. Yeah, there oh. will be singles coming out. What they will be yet, yeah, I don't know because I just tend to. Um, I tend to release anything that I think is worthy, then I'll release it. So mm. it may be that a new single will be out by the end of the month if suddenly I get inspired and I do something. And I think, oh, I like that. I'm going to put that out. So, so um, there's lots planned, but I don't have anything specific I can tell you because <laughs> I just don't know what it's going to be yet. <laughs> well, that's, that's absolutely fair enough. Right. I think that more or less wraps it up for for uh, for today. Uh, actually, okay. There was one else. There's one actually song that I'm curious about that okay. I've seen. Uh, a single you brought out called YHWH. What is that about? Right. The YHWH stands for Yod Hey Vav Hey, which is Hebrew. Right. And it's it's based on ancient kind of almost ancient biblical stroke, um, crikey, Davidic, which is from the times of David going way back mm. um so it's kind of a yeah it's really interesting it's just based on music that um david would have played and maybe sung to many many years ago i like i like kind of researching going really really back into ancient history and finding out you know how, how people have done things and what kind of music they would have made and things like that so it's kind of a modern interpretation of something that david would have would have played or sung to um it's yeah i can go a lot deeper um mm. but that would maybe for another day but um there was this chap in america um who i became friends with who st- who studied this for many many years studied the culture and the instruments that would have been played and used and he figured out that they would have only used instruments or tunings and keys and melodies in a certain way because of the limitations of the instrument so mm. it's um it's really um yeah quite an interesting subject it's quite deep and kind of mystical and um if you're into that but um you know it's um yeah interesting subject really mm, okay and i know obviously a couple of years ago i was going to mention this in the podcast is about you went to america didn't you and you went to some is it at some famous guitar shop was it if i remember rightly um crikey I think there's some guitar shop you went to, and you 
I think you remember you telling me about it, and I'm trying to think at the top of my head. I went to Rudy's in New York, which is quite famous. Yes, I think that's probably the one. I mean, what is it Rudy's? It might have been. Rudy's. I went to some. Yeah, I went to some place in Seattle, but that's a long, a much longer time ago now. I went to Seattle. Uh, yeah, it might have been Rudy's in New York. Rudy's is very famous. They've got, you know, massive collection of vintage guitars there. It's um, yeah, it's like walking into a sweet shop, really. Yes, but <laughs> you need a big wallet. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah, you can spend a small fortune in that kind of shop. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. definitely. Wonderful. Right. Well, first of all, thank you very much, uh, Rob, for coming on the uh, podcast today. Yeah, thank you. And just to so anyone can find you, so obviously, as you mentioned earlier, you're on Spotify, so are you on like Amazon Music, Apple Music, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, I'm on all the digital channels, basically, so you'll find me on everything. Just search for me and you'll find a whole uh, kind of catalogue of stuff, really. Okay, wonderful. So that's if you search for Rob Townley, um, and I think when I always search for you on Spotify, your name is always at the top. So as far as I know, there's no one else called that. So yes, <laughs> so I you... hope there's no one else like You're... me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think one's enough. Uh, one's yeah. enough. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thanks very much for coming on, Rob. And uh, no, thank you. Yeah, and uh, we will uh, look forward to uh, seeing some uh, new work later in the year. Yeah. Thank you very much.